Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. Well, isn't that a pretty picture? Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. Punish! 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 So be good. For goodness sake. Whoa! Hans. Booby. I'm your white knight. It's the holiday season. If this were Russia, yeah, sure, everybody would go to one Santa, and there would be a line around the block, and once you sat on her lap and she asked you what you wanted, you would say probably freedom, at which point the KGB would arrest you and send you to Siberia. It's a good thing Russia doesn't exist anymore. We did not kill Jesus! We did not do that! Where's your Christmas spirit? Christmas is a very busy time for us, Mr. Cratchit. People preparing feasts, giving parties, spending the mortgage money on frivolities. And I want to look them straight in the eye, and I want to tell them what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! The Carpenter Rants. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TCR. Three nobodies talking about the horror film genre. And we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Hey, it's the holiday season. We are inching ever closer to that magical day when Jesus' cousin brings presents to your house. In the dark of the night. Just don't know me. You're calling Santa Claus Jesus's cousin. Yeah, is that not how your Bible has it? Yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, it's an interesting. Um, you know, it's an interesting. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? You know, I'm not raising my. I'm not raising my child with any religion. Um, you know, we just don't. We just don't even talk about it. Um, but you know, I, I find it, I find it more interesting in, in, in the Christmas time to be explaining all the magic of, of Santa Claus. And, uh, you know, as a primer for just accepting that magic is real, religion is actually very helpful because I'm a kid and I'm like, how does Santa get into the house? And they're like, well, he uses his magic. And I'm like, oh, like Jesus. And my parents were like, sure. That's, he uses his, he uses that Christ family magic. Claus is, uh, I, I believe, is uh, German for Christ. So Santa Christ is Christ family magic. Sounds like a Christian family van. <laughs> Travels in like an old um, special needs bus. Uh, our God is an awesome God. Sing it, Carol. I was thinking like more like banjos and shit. You know? Oh, all right. It's even bluegrass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah, so I just thought, I think it's really funny to 
to be teaching him like parts of it and not the other parts it just cracks me up uh, but yes it is the holiday season we're getting ready for the fat man to swing on through bring those gifts at least made 900 cookies for him so we are you talking about me we're well set <laughs> no <laughs> stop um of course uh in in this festive season uh we are covering uh you know the most uh christmas movies you can think of and that's home invasion because uh, that's what the holiday is really all about someone breaking into your house and killing you well yes <laughs> if you've been that's naughty. wishful thinking <laughs> Check that list a third time, Santa. <laughs> I woke up alive again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um yes, it is TCR presents your home for the holidays. Uh where we're talking about home invasions. Uh and uh so far in our limited series we've talked about uh high tension and uh uh slumber party massacre. Yes. And uh, tonight we will be discussing uh, The Strangers. Um, Ready. <laughs> very good. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. like, was that Merle Haggard? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, The Strangers, um, which uh, is a film that Doug and I saw a trailer for. And uh, Doug <laughs> gasped out loud in the theater and said, oh, Raccoon, the movie. Uh, because yeah. the trailer was just a bunch of loud noise outside of a house. And uh, boy, I laughed about that a lot. In fact, uh, we wrote a, a sketch that never got filmed. Almost got filmed. We made a poster for it. We were really, really I remember that time. We were really close to making Raccoon, the movie. It was going to be a, um, a fake movie trailer. Um where it was basically the strangers, but it did end up being uh, cute, uh, killer raccoons, but just, just never got Actually, it. Actually, never got it. You and I it. were in some classes um, at a community college mm-hmm. at this time, and mm-hmm. I have a draft of that script somewhere on my laptop. Um, somewhere yeah, in my email. So that was that was OG. That was way before we even started filming those other things. So I've been. I've been trying to write Raccoon the movie for quite some time and every bit of it based off of seeing something else with Doug and him making that joke during the Strangers trailer. Um, so Raccoon the movie, folks. Just It's been, uh, it's been, uh, I don't know, like 12 years. I still think Completely about forgot about that. <laughs> I think about it all the time. <laughs> I wake up in a sweat <laughs> sometimes like Raccoon. It's with, you know. Uh, it's gonna be a real Citizen Kane moment where I die and I'm just the last thing I say is Raccoon. <laughs> the great film I never Hurry. made. Anyway, folks, we're not talking about Raccoon the movie, but we kind of are. Uh, we're talking about The Strangers. And um, Doug, I wanted you to hit me with them fat deets. Strange deets. Strange, fatly strange, strangely fat deets. Hmm? Talk about me again? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no. Well, sir, this here film, this here movie film was released May 30th, 
2008. Mm-hmm. Directed by Brian, <coughs> excuse me, Bertino. Written by Brian Bertino. With a budget of $9 million and a return of 82.4. Box office success. It was. It was a big, it, it did make a lot of money. I'm sorry, I'm so distracted, right? It smells like feces in here. And I'm just like, why does it smell like feces in this room? And Grayson, Grayson was watching TV in here earlier. So maybe he was just farting a lot. I have no idea, but it just stinks like farts in here. <laughs> you said farting. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was. I think he had the poots. Call him, call him booty toots. It makes me laugh. I'm almost 35. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw this film uh, with Justin. You guys all know Justin. Uh, I thought that was a detail that the audience might be like, oh, now I'm invested. Um, <laughs> he saw it with Justin. No way. Um, the Justin? Yeah. <laughs> famous Justin. Um, yeah, this was one of his like discounted or free police officer tickets. I don't remember how that deal worked, but yeah, that's how we saw this. Um and he was just like, uh, he literally, I remember the text message was something like, you want to go see that Liv Tyler movie? <laughs> I was just like, sure. <laughs> Could have been anything. Um, Yeah, so that was the, I've okay, so I saw it theatrically, and then I've seen it maybe two or three other times. I've not seen it in a long time. Um, do you guys remember when you saw this movie? I saw this in um, Toronto, Canada, in a hotel room. Did you? Yeah, you were there. Did I watch it? No, you and Dennis were like doing some sort of shenanigans. Oh, okay. I think y'all, you came in and watched some of it, but then you went off and did something else. Okay. But me and my wife watched it. It was by the way in Canada after at like eight thirty HBO's just switches over to porn, so this must have been before it made the the porn switch at eight thirty in the evening. I think so. I think it was the last thing before the porn switch. Wait, this is for real? Yes, yes. it goes into like Cinemax, like softcore like, porn. Yeah, like softcore porn, but it was like we were watching The Dark Knight. And then it was like, once the dark night was over, it was just like, all right, now it's time for the, the dick night. The dick night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Works in both movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, all right, Doug. I believe, I believe that you're not a fan of this movie. Or you weren't before. I'm not. And d- I'm did that... Did that remain this time? Still not. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. When I was watching it, when I was watching it, I was just like, you know, like, I, I Doug's probably not enjoying this, but, you know, there's, I don't know, Kendall, uh, what, what's your, what's your story with this movie? When did you see it? Um, I only saw it. <laughs> wish I knew, man. I wish I knew. Um, I only saw this movie 
uh, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I really like this movie. Sorry, Doug. No, I it's I apologize. It's okay. No, it's okay to like things. I am not as high on it now as I was when I originally saw it. Um I think uh I think there's a lot of reasons why, but uh, the stuff I think that still works is just just the idea of it, the premise of it, the just people breaking into your house and like fucking with you and like torturing you. You know, just like messing with your head. Like, I don't like that. That really, really bothers me. And it is probably my biggest fear is that I'm not safe in my own home. And that unbeknownst to me, someone's like in the same room with me watching me. And I think that I'm safe when I'm not. I That is, that's probably my greatest fear. So, playing on that, this movie terrifies me quite a bit. Um... This movie is the the most genuinely scared I've been during this series. There yeah. are some like actually terrifying moments in this movie. Yeah, it's the stuff that the deeply stuff that is, The stuff that is scary. I mean, it. Re- the stuff that is scary, it really gets to me. But um, you know, when I'm watching it again in sort of an analytical way. Um, to kind of like pick stuff out I'm like oh yeah okay so this guy's never made a movie before um, he was like a he was like a key grip or something and then he pitched this movie and, and he got to make it so um, I think you well, know he also for, wrote it yes exactly so I think you uh, know for, it went through like four or five directors and they all jumped off of it so he was all like I'll do it and I think that I think that's I think it's pretty impressive for a guy who's never made a movie before. Like, you know, it doesn't look like a student film or, or something shitty. I mean, it, it looks pretty good. The cinematography I like. Um, the cinematographer uh, was Peter Sova, and he did Lucky Number Eleven and Donnie Brasco and and Good Morning Vietnam. So, oh damn, yeah, I, you know, and I uh, there's stuff I like about it, stuff I didn't really like about it this time through but you know overall um i don't hate it or anything i think it's a cool i think it's a cool movie um but this time it diminished a little bit like it's not something i'm gonna be like oh yeah i can't wait to throw the strangers on again for a lot of reasons one it really upsets me i don't like the scenario (laughs) um just bothers me and it's why you shouldn't live out in the middle of nowhere if you're listening to this and you live out in the middle of nowhere Sell your house right Shame now. Shame on you. Move into the city. <laughs> Very rarely do bad things, you know, happen in movies in the city. Um, you know, very rarely. Very rarely. It's usually out in the middle of nowhere. Every once in a while, you get it like a building built on like an Indian burial ground that you know is really gonna fuck you up. But if you live out in the country, you know, playing with fire. Um, That's where the bookings live. That is where bookings live. Uh, notably, this movie was put out by Rogue Pictures. Uh, Rogue Pictures has a stacked catalog of bad <laughs> horror remakes and um, just dumb, like weird comedies. Um, but the first movie Rogue Pictures ever put out was Orgasmo. Friends, look that up. It's a good one. Um, Is that uh, the dude from South Park? Yes. 
Um, and uh, most notable, I think the, the most notable movies that Rogue put out were uh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Mm. Um, did you guys watch theatrical or unrated? I have no idea what the difference is. I watched unrated and I think I might know what the difference is. What's the difference? Um, I'm probably wrong, but I, okay. <laughs> I feel like going in, going in confident. We're going to say you're um, right no matter what. <laughs> I don't know stuff. This is, T- right. this is TCR. We don't fucking make educated guesses. We just, um, we, we did, we declare things with, with gusto. So there was a three minute difference in right. the theatrical and uncut. Um, what? Sorry, I just got a, oh my God. Sorry, I just got an alert on my computer that freaked out. Um, <clears throat> I just got a dick pic. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, at the very end, I think the, is it okay to talk about it right now? Yeah. Yeah. So when I believe this is it, uh, did you, do you, you don't know which version you guys watched? I know that I watched the unrated version, but I I'm don't not sure know what, which one I watched. I don't know what the difference is. Oh, okay. So I think when she gets like, revisited by the the bad guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the neck like after she crawls toward the dude's phone. phone yeah yes i don't recall that being in the first version that i watched oh really? that was a long time ago i don't i don't remember i don't even remember that part so i guess i watched the other one and uh, there was, I feel like there was a little bit more with the three when they took off from the house and they had that encounter with the two, like, boys handing out gospel tracts. Yeah. There's the Mormon kids. Yeah. Yes. Um, Interesting. I feel like that was a little more than I remember from the first time I watched it. Anyway, I'm probably wrong, but it, it felt different. Continue. Not on TCR. You may be right. That's gospel. Man, I wish it just didn't smell like a rotten fart in the room that I'm sitting in. I'm really, this is going to be distracting. There's someone else in their closet in there with you. Just shit in their pants. <laughs> the mad farter. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, it, the movie begins, which really bugged me this time, uh, with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre voiceover. Like it's literally, yeah, it's literally what it is, and I don't remember that, but I have no memory of this voiceover. But it was just like, uh, uh, James and Kristen would experience something that they never, blah, 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 blah. like you know, it's it's something literally the strange, yeah, <laughs> bunch of strange errors, um. Yeah, it, you know, uh, this was, and this has always kind of been the case, but this time specifically in that, like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, horror boom, like, based on a true story was, like, the big thing. Like, every single horror movie that came out yeah. was based on true events. And this movie, loosely based on some murders, um, I'd written it down somewhere, but I, I can't find it. But like no one ever can conf- based on the um some house and home invasion and murders in the writer's neighborhood as a kid. Yes. And the Manson family. Yes. And so they asked, like, you know, 
I guess they were like trying to nail down these specific things that no one would ever confirm. But like the story I read was that, you know, somebody would, somebody had come to his house when he was a kid and asked for someone who didn't live there. And then they ended up breaking into some houses in his neighborhood. So there you go, folks. That's the true story that this is based on. Um, yeah. Um, the movie starts with, um, you know, I don't know why. The movie starts with the end. You see, like, the aftermath of everything. This was kind of a big deal, too. Um, I remember a lot of movies in this time kind of starting with, like, this kind of fucked up. <laughs> like this a, was a very poor decision on their part to start yeah, with this. Yeah, I like, you know, just, you see the fucking the blood everywhere and the 911 phone call and, um, you know, I... I don't know. I it was. I found it really weird that. Sorry. No, go for it. No, I found it weird that in this exchange, in this this nine one one call, they like introduce a character. They give this character a name, Jordan, and you never. He's I don't one know, of the, that burns me. Yeah, he's one of the kids. Um, it was a a woman's voice that I heard. No, I thought it was a young boy. Um. Well, again, I don't know stuff. Sorry. I thought he was one of the Mormon kids, um, because he kept uh-huh. freaking out about seeing blood. Yeah, I mean, he was, wasn't he? That's what I thought. But it's weird that they gave him a name. There are some other weird. There's a fucking ghost moving behind you, back and forth there. <laughs> oh, Loki just keeps walking. Yeah, through the frame. like I just see like a little blurry image every once in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some other weird things that happen in this movie where I'm just like, I don't know why. And then I remember, I'm like, oh, this guy never made a movie before. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, Jordan, weird. Because I was like, I was thinking, I was like, is this Liv Tyler I'm listening to right now? And I'm like, no, wait, she doesn't make a phone call. And why would she be freaking out about her own blood on the wall? Um, I What I do like about the film, right at the beginning, um, I like the plot device of these people coming home and she's just fucking like dumped this dude. Um, clearly they were at a wedding. Um, and you find out later in the film that he's proposed. And then she was like, Oh, whoa, sorry. Um, is a little, a little too serious, bro. Um, although he spent like six bucks on a two, a tub of bluebell ice cream. That shit ain't cheap. And, uh, so, you know, if a man is buying you top shelf bluebell ice cream. Is bluebell regional or is it national? It's not up here. So maybe it's like. I was supposed to say, because I remember it back home in Memphis. Yeah, definitely. But when he pulled that out, I was like, man, I didn't have bluebell ice cream in a hot minute. That's well, that homemade vanilla, too. That's y'all what remember. Go, go Mama hollering y'all through the when, thing. When, you can <laughs> some homemade ice cream. <laughs> No, do you remember when they had that listeria uh, I was about, outbreak or whatever? I was, I was about to say that. I was like, even when you lived here, Doug, you hadn't had it in years because every time it got back on the shelf, they were like, oh, well, hang on, that one's got E. coli in it. Um, <laughs> let's get all those. Yep. Oh, man. Fucking <laughs> bell. Ain't talking loogies in it again. <laughs> <laughs> must have been the strangers. So um, I was confused um about some stuff whatever right here when they pull up to the house why he like why he checked the mail it was clear they didn't live here i didn't remember like a 
remembered a whole, whole lot about this. I just yes. remember liking it. But I was confused why he checked the mail when this was like not their house. But it like come to find out, I don't think you'd know this before, but he was gonna his plan was to propose to her mm-hmm. and surprise her mm-hmm. with this romantic weekend at his parents' old house. Yes. Or like his parents, whatever. So he's familiar with the house. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. thought it was weird he checked checked the mail. I don't know. Well, he just like maybe he's just trying to get away from her because she just you know shattered his heart into a million pieces. You're right. Um, but I like the I like this idea. We put these two characters Possibly. together, um, and they have to survive together. But they're also going through this like, um, I don't know. This is a different kind of situation. Um, I like the feels in in this hit hard with me. This watch, yeah. So I get it. Absolutely, i I think it's a I think it's a good I think it's a good plot device uh, for a movie. Um, I just don't think it necessarily like tracks throughout the rest. But I, I like the start of it. I wrote that it feels very real, like and it's like he's just so embarrassed, like ashamed. Hum- yes, he's humiliated, and he's hurt, right. and he's. Um, you know, and like this is the worst day of his life, but oh yeah, wait, <laughs> it's about to get worse. Um, by the way, Scott Speedman playing James here, uh, but he was almost a thing. Like they were really, they were really uh, putting Scott Speedman. He was in uh, the, those first two Underworld movies, and then he was in this, and then and he sang for Creed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What uh, what like teen series was he in? Mm, he was he bounced around after like he just like nine hundred two and zero or something something like that. He bounced around after this movie. He never like and then he made a bunch of movies I've never heard of. Um, yeah, and then you have uh, Liv Tyler playing Kristen, and Liv Tyler fucking rules. I mean, I believe she's probably the only reason that this movie exists. They were just like, holy shit, we got Liv Tyler, like. She's she's like a legit actor, um, and we got the guy. Parts from of her, uh, some of her acting really reminds me though of when people make fun of Ariana Grande, like that little mousy voice thing she does. Oh yeah, well, but, yeah, I I can see that. Um, but when I was like, you know, when I was a kid, she was in that thing you do, which is a fucking huge oh movie my in my God, household uh my parents obviously loved armageddon we saw armageddon a lot and i did not want to close my eyes or fall asleep um <laughs> and of course she was in uh she was uh she played betty in the incredible hulk with edward norton which i fucking forgot about and i really liked her in that and then of course lord of the rings and uh jersey girl so i think she's probably like you know She's probably a huge star at this point coming off of Lord of the Rings. And uh, so she's kind of there. She kind of adds some legitimacy to this movie. Okay. Well, um, they've come home. Things aren't good. Break out the... Now, look. This also felt real because when I'm upset, I'm like, give me a gallon of ice cream. That's what I'm going to do right now. I'm sad. (laughs) I'm about to drown myself in this rocky road. Um, and then that's when we get the, uh, we get the first knock on the door. Spooky. 
Um, who's knocking on the door at four in the morning? And then it's someone asking if Tamara's home. Uh, and then they're like, hey, you got the wrong house. And she's like, oh, shit, my bad. See you later. I unscrewed your porch light. Sorry. Um, and again, this is legitimately one of the most frightening things in the world to me. Like, um, when I'm, I, when I stay up late, um, I have to make sure all the blinds are closed. I can't have open windows in the dark because I'm afraid I'm going to look over there and see somebody just like looking in my windows. Um, I don't know what'll happen to me if I ever look over and see someone in the middle of the night staring into my window. Um, I think my brain would probably just, I think I would go insane. Like, I don't know that I'd be able to deal with that image. It would really, really bother me. Um, that'd be really weird because your bedroom's uh, on the second floor of your house. Yeah, I know, but I'm be a lot of effort put into that for them to stare into your window. Well, I was talking about the living room specifically, but yes. Um, when I was oh, a kid, I thought you said when you were asleep. No, no, no. Uh, when I was a kid, um, our we had this giant like window in our living room when I lived with my grandmother, and it was like the size of the living room. It went from like it was like the si- almost the size of the whole room, um, and they didn't have it. They had like a couple drapes like on the sides, but they had nothing covering it. So it was this giant open window. And before I would go to my room for the evening, I would have to take like cups of water with me because if I got thirsty, I would not be able to walk in front of that window in the middle of the night. I was so terrified. I don't like um, just open windows in the night. Freaks me out. Open windows in the night is also the name of my new album. <laughs> in case you guys want to pre your smooth R&B album coming out next fall. <laughs> open windows in the night. Um, Getting water. <laughs> yeah. I'm thirsty, but it's dark. Dark in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Bob's Burgers song. Before that first, <laughs> before that first knock on the door, you do get introduced to another little side character, um, Jimmy or James's friend, Mike. Oh yeah. Um, Calls my. Yeah, Jimmy's oh, yeah. embarrassed. Calls Mike to come pick him up so that he doesn't have to stay with uh with Kristen, all embarrassed. Um, played by Glenn Howerton. Super random. Yep. I was like, maybe he like, maybe he like produced this movie or he's involved in something. Nah, I just I think this was just a job he got at one point in time. I guess it's uh Glenn Howerton, who plays he's Mike. A- yeah, he's Dennis in um, It's Always Sunny yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah, created Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I think oh. started like the same year or the Very year true. before. So, um, you know, it just was super, it just was really random. I thought maybe he was friends with somebody who made the movie. It was just weird that, that he was there. But I guess this is before Sunny like consumed his life. Um. Okay, so there's more knocking. Um Oh, okay. So, um, another thing that really bothers me is the idea of people just like fucking with people, um, just just to do it. I really don't like it. Um, when I lived um, in South Haven um, before we moved up here, uh, you know, I was always trying to like, I was always trying to like get in shape, and so one one thing I used to do was walk like five miles a day. 
Um, and I did that for a long time. And um, I just go for these really long walks. And I eventually, you know, I had to start doing them, like my work schedule changed or something. So I had to start doing them like early in the morning. And so it's really dark. And one morning I'm out walking and let's say it's like five. I'm walking through my neighborhood and um, this car like pulls up and it passes me. And I just keep going. And then it drives, it turns around, passes me again. And I'm like, okay, so they're clearly like they missed whatever house they were looking for. I, you know, I just wasn't really thinking much about it. Then they turned around and they pulled alongside me and they just kept pace with me right next to me for like 30 seconds. And they didn't roll down their windows. They didn't do it. They were just keeping pace with me in the dark as I was walking in my neighborhood. And, um, so I had my phone I had my phone and I, and I got it out and I had it in my hand and I was ready to fucking like, you know, call nine one one or I didn't know what I was going to throw do. it at him and scream. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm not in shape enough to run yet. Um, Leave me alone. but when I pulled my phone out, then they like sped up and they just like, like they got out of there. And I was just like, I mean, I, I don't think anything was going to happen there. I think they were fucking with me. But some people are sick. And you're just like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we scared this guy? Hey, wouldn't it be funny if we just fucking killed this guy? Like, some people are fucked up. So I was really freaked out. And I didn't walk in I didn't walk in that neighborhood for uh, weeks after that. Because I was really shook up. I never them. walked again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I was, Maybe they I, thought they knew you. And they were trying to like. Wouldn't know. they roll the window down now? That was I the, don't know. Some people the, wouldn't. That was the freak. It was at night. Maybe they were looking for someone walking <laughs> down the street to buy drugs off of or something. Maybe. I don't know. That shit freaked me out. So I don't like this idea of like, so. you know, playing reindeer games with people, like knocking on their door late at night and shit. That's not, I don't find that amusing. Um, all right. So, ooh, okay. So, there's some shenanigans going on with the door. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking James left for whatever reason. You go to the store. Get cigarettes for he, Kristen. He, he forgot chocolate sauce for the ice cream. Um, so he ran to the, he ran to Kroger. Because uh, he got that blue bell at a Kroger. I'm just letting you know. Um, he ran to Kroger. Uh, that's when all this door knocking's going on. And then... Uh, you know, Kristen calls him. She's telling him she's freaked out. And then there's this whole, there's the whole scene where she's standing there and the, like the masked guy appears in the back of, in the background there. Um, that's like, that was like the, that was on the, one of the posters for the movie too. Freaky. And again, it's that idea of, Oh, I'm in my safe space, but also unbeknownst to me, somebody else is here and they're just watching me. And they're not even like attacking me. They're just checking me out. Don't like it. Very, very unsettling. Just checking me out. Yeah. I got a great ass. (laughs) 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 Um, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah. So her cell phone is gone. She plugged it up to charge it. And then when she goes over there, it's missing. We see it later in the fireplace, which is rude. 
Um, <gasps> and they've moved the smoke detector around and made it like noticeable that that they've moved it. Um, and this is where we start hearing like trash cans fall over. I wrote down raccoon noises. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh yeah, so this is where she goes over to the fucking uh, to the curtains. She opens them, and that dude with the bag on his head is standing out there. That I'm telling you, mm-hmm. she's freaked out. I'm telling you, if I open my curtains and there's a man with a bag, like I might just die anyway. Like I don't think my I don't think I can continue. There's a man with a bag. <laughs> I don't think I can, can continue. That's, this is to one exist. of the moments that like like genuinely like sent shivers down my spine for a good ten solid seconds. I don't like that shit, man. It's not Mm-mm. and it's and it's just the ugh, ugh. it's gross. I don't and like then it. I'm gonna be freaked out later when we get off this call. It's gonna be hard for me to, to walk around in my house. And then they're just so like dedicated to fucking with this couple that they hear James pulling up, I guess, and they just like stop, yeah, just dead do. stop to allow him to get to the house to make her think she's fucking crazy. Yeah. Mind games. Mm-hmm. Um, God, it's just, it just smells like shit in here. I don't know what, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to investigate. It's driving me nuts. Um, shit seeker. There's a man with a bag and it's just full of shit. <laughs> it's in your closet right now. Yeah. Um, I'm telling Elise, I smell the shit. And she's like, I don't smell anything. Cause they're like spraying like Febreze when I'm out of the room. The shitters. He's good. <laughs> 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 they're just leaving upper deckers and all the tanks on my toilet and I'm like where is the shit <laughs> like Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah. what are you offering me <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright so um, she runs into the she runs into the bedroom. They're fucking like banging on the windows and just like doing all this crazy shit. It's just really gross. I can't stand it. Um, James comes back and there's this great moment where she's telling him, I saw someone, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, hang on. He steps into the hallway and I wrote, I saw no one from this one angle. We're fine. Like he steps into the hallway. <laughs> typical douchebag behavior. He was all like, "You're full of shit." I'm yeah. gonna walk out here and look at the wall in front of me. Nope, no oh. strangers here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, he goes outside to get his phone from his car. Um, his car windshield is smashed. Um. <gasps> The, the strangers don't like windshields, by the way. There is not a windshield that survives. And I got another issue with windshields later in the movie. But um, windshield smashed, tires uh, slashed, and his phone is gone. Ew. And then somebody... Ew. And then, ew. <laughs> and then somebody grazes the back of his neck with like their finger and then runs off into the woods. Fuck that. And then magically teleports away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
fuck that. Don't be grazing my neck and then running into the woods. Like I don't can't. be neck grazing the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um when he gets back inside, his phone is in there with the battery missing. More mind games. They're just like, hey, yeah, we had your phone and we've also been in the house. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, so they make they make a run for it. They get in his car and they're gonna drive away on the flat tires. But then you know the strangers have a truck also, and um, a strange they, truck. Yeah, they, and they just sit there while the truck smashes into them, basically. And then they get out and they run back into the house. So here's where they're like, here's where the things like the individual moments. Some of them are like really effective. But there's like all this goofy shit where it was just like, I don't know, we'll get them out of the house and then they'll get hit by a truck. And then they're like, all right, let's just run back in the house. And it was just like, you know, it seemed like they're throwing a lot of ideas out there. And it's just like we maybe didn't need all yeah. of them. And the movie's already only the movie's already less than 90 minutes long. It's a pretty short movie. Um, but, you know, it was just like you could see where. You could see where like the really effective scary stuff was, and then there was like, I guess it wasn't enough for a movie, and they're like, all right, we got to connect it somehow, <laughs> and so they're just trying to come up with scary scenarios to put people in. Some of them work, some of them do not. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so this is where um, he. Okay, this is one of my favorite weird moments of character stuff. It's so strange. He's looking for a gun. Um, his dad keeps a hunting rifle in the house. He finds it. Um, and then, uh, you know, then they're, they're looking through the closet and the shoe boxes for some bullets because he knows that his dad keeps shotgun shells somewhere. So then he says out loud in frustration... I don't even think I know how to load this. And then, so confused, Kristen goes, but you said you used to hunt with your dad. And then he's like, I didn't. But she's so confused (laughs) that he would lie about that. The way this line of dialogue reminded me so much of just how silly in, you guys watched Righteous Gemstones, right? Yes. No. Well, there's that car prank scene where he tells his wife, he's like, this is just some boys that do car pranks. Guys with. that do car pranks. Yeah. Just the way he was like, that's just something I told you to impress you. Yeah. He's like, that's oh, just wait a minute. Something. I did watch that show. Yeah. I was thinking of something else. I was like, I thought you did, but I was just going to no, watch it. Sorry. I was thinking of something else. Yeah. But I thought that I laughed a lot at that because I'm like, well, this is not important right now. And also it was just like, you lied to me, but like you guys have already broke up. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, it was just so weird. Like, he could have just been like, I don't even know how to load this. And But, dude, she is like, but you said you hunted with your dad. Like, she's so confused. Hilarious. Um, hilarious. Not as funny as what's about to happen. They start chopping through the door. Now, the IMDb trivia tells me this is an homage to The Shining. And I was like, oh, thanks for pointing that out. Um, <laughs> I would have never. Oh, really? <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. 
They're chopping through the door with an axe. So so they've barricaded the door and then once there's like a tiny hole you couldn't even get your hand through in the door fucking james grabs a chair throws it at the door and i laughed dude i laughed out loud and elise was in the room for that part and she was like what the fuck was that gonna do and i'm like i don't know he threw a chair at the door (laughs) hilarious oh god i was so happy it worked on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, now they've kind of barricaded themselves in a the room. He's got the gun loaded, um, and he's pointing it at the doorway, and this is where Mike shows up, Glenn Howerton. Um, he comes rolling up. Um, oh, and this was the windshield thing. He's driving up to the house. Something comes flying through his fucking windshield, smashes it, and then he, like, gets out, and he's like, whoa. Well, I better go towards the thing that was thrown at me. Yeah, and then I'll just go toward the house. And then he's like, all the other windshields are smashed, and then he's like, maybe it's some sort of weird windshield smashing party they're having. (laughs) Um, It just was like, no. You know him, you love him. Dude. If I'm if I'm out, in the, and I've told this story a couple times here, where I thought someone grabbed me through my driver's side window, and I screamed and I sped away, um, and it was just some CDs that fell out of my visor <laughs> that hit my chest. <laughs> um, if a fucking brick or something came flying through my windshield out in the middle of the country, I would fuck my friends. It's over. Like, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The best part of the strangers is when the CDs fell on Caleb (laughs) and that story. (laughs) (laughs) I was fucking terrified. I didn't know what happened. I can see this in my head playing out. I was not there, but I can see it clearly. (laughs) It just was so fucking scary because it was so dark and something hit me in the chest. I didn't know what it was. Ah, Fucking went through a stop sign, just floored it. Oh, shit. Now, backstory on that. This was around the time that that fucking guy went missing... Like out on like Fog Road or whatever. Do you remember this? I do remember that, yeah. This was like months later. Was it a guy or a a girl? It was a man. Because his car was like pulled over and he just wasn't in it. And then they found him later. Like he he had fallen into like a creek or something. He got all wrapped up in something and and drowned. But uh, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Also. um, Classic Evil Dead tree rape. Yes. Also, in the neighborhood that Elise's parents live in, um, they they found a girl um, hung by shoelaces off of like a mailbox. Oh shit! I remember that. There yeah. was a uh, like forty-eight a nationally... hours or something about yeah. that too. Yeah, and I I remember like that that was ruled as a suicide, and I'm like, who the fuck hangs no. themselves oh. on a mailbox with shoelaces. That's fucking bullshit. And I think it's been looked into more since then. But I, I'll <laughs> never forget that. I was just like, this. what is going on in Horn Lake, Mississippi? 
people falling in creeks and hanging themselves with shoelaces off of mailboxes. Mm-mm. Not buying it. And I'm not buying this shit. This brick flies through your windshield and you just casually like, oh, I guess I better check out what's going on here. <laughs> Who the fuck threw a brick at my windshield? I'm going to beat their ass. <laughs> um, and then, of course, oh, boy. Uh, you know, poor James. He done goofed and killed his buddy. <laughs> you know, what I do not like, I'm not, I'm not trying to victim blame here, but uh-uh. I walk into a strange house. Um, clearly something is afoot and mm-hmm. there is some loud music playing and I can't hear what might be going on. I'm going to fucking turn it off. Yeah. Just I'm gonna turn it off, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, is anyone in here? Is everybody all right?" I would speak up so I don't get shot in the fucking head with a shotgun. Or you got a cell phone. You got the cell phone. A brick just flew through your window. All the windows are smashed. Something is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, police. The brick just went through my window, and they're blasting Merle Haggard. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you could make it a more convincing phone call. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, poor, poor Mike. Um, yeah, he gets his face blown Not off. Now, Elise, Elise pointed this out, which made me laugh. Fucking Liv Tyler's like, who is it? And fucking James like tackles her. And he's like, don't fucking look. It's Mike. I killed my best friend. Don't fucking look at him. All right, now we got to get out of here. So let's walk right past him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want you to see him before. But now you know that it's him. We can move. We can just. We gotta get going. Let me um, scream in your face first, then you can look at. He it. fucking tackle you like we're in the octagon. <laughs> like, don't look at Mike. Um. Oh man, um, I do like the fallout from. Uh, I do like the fallout from, from, shooting Mike though. Like I, I thought that was a, you know they were. I thought that was a nice little piece of, you know acting there. I thought it was pretty good. They could have put a coat over what it. What I don't like is this, what I don't like is this next shit, this whole barn thing. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, now that I think about it, it's just a way to get them back out of the house that yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so they get chased out. So there's this outdoor piece in the woods. Um... And, um, I think there might be a radio in this barn that they could call for help with. Yeah, so yeah. she fucking gets chased out to this barn, starts, you know, she just starts cutting a Mark Marin podcast out there. Um, and, uh, you hello know, so, and welcome to Strange Cast. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's, uh, you know, she's, she's interviewing the strangers. Um, no, she's, she's flipping through the channels and it's like, Again, you're right. This feel this feels like time filler to me. Um, it was like, what if we need something else here? Um, how about a scene where she gets to a radio and she gets in contact with somebody, but then the strangers are like, uh uh-uh. uh. Smash the radio. And that's and it. Fall that's down it. and hurt your foot. Yeah, and it's just like again, it's one of those scenes where it's like, this one is clunky. And like the scene before was like, okay, so you can tell the scenes that were like really thought out and cared about. And then the scenes that are just filler. And this was a filler scene for sure. There's no real stakes here. Um, 
Okay, yeah. So, um, there's some more stuff outside. I don't know. Eventually, eventually they get captured, taken back to the house, tied up. This scene I do like, um, because now it's daytime. So, which is fun because daytime is supposed to be when you're like, okay, now we're safe. Um, the nighttime is scary, but if we can survive till the daytime, then we're good. But they even open the fucking like curtains. They're just like, let's get some sunlight in here. And, um, you know, I like this whole, um, I like this whole thing taking place in the light of day because, you know, kind of, you know, kind of, uh, subverts the idea that, you know, you're going to be safe if you, if you survive till dawn. Um, something that before, before the whatever mm -hmm. daylight stuff, Mm -hmm. there was a part that made me laugh so hard. Uh, where Kristen gets like got from that doorway, like the the baghead dude, uh, like takes her on like professional wrestling style, just fucks her world. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't she know. Stood that no silly. chance. The um, way he tackled her was hilarious to me. <clears throat> anyway. I remember that. Once they're tied up, um, they've also put her back in her dress. By the way, she took the dress off to put on some flannel. Um, so they have redressed her in her. She's like in a nightgown. Yeah, I think I, I think it was the same dress she was wearing for, at that wedding. Yeah, yeah. wedding. Oh, was it? Like it? Oh, okay. dress or whatever. Um, and uh, so you know they've got them all tied up, and then and that's where like the famous line of like, "Why are you doing this?" And they're like, "Because you were home." Don't like that either. I just it made it gave me a chill just saying it. Don't like that. Um, that's the shit that's scary to me. Demons, ghosts, monsters, none of that shit bothers me. The idea that somebody's like, I'm bored. I should fuck with and or kill somebody just because I'm fucking weird. Uh, don't like it. Scares me because it happens all the time. And I'm just lucky it hadn't happened to me at this point. No, thank you. Um, and then uh, the stabbing scene, which is just, you know pretty brutal just stab for you know very uh the end of the movie very dark just like and you can tell this guy's like <laughs> you mean the beginning yeah yeah you can tell this guy's like all right i'm gonna make a horror movie but no one gets away and everyone fucking dies and they're gonna die brutally on screen you know I can I can I'm see, an Andy motherfucker yeah I can see it he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking you know I, I get the I get the idea um and I and I like the end just fine um but uh <laughs> I <laughs> there's a scene where she's crawling to try to get the phone and she like crawls past James and he's like, his face, his dead face looks so dumb. And I just wrote, Scott Speedman can't even dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. But when she does get to that phone, mm-hmm. uh, Mike, very clearly a dummy. Like, yes. very clearly. <laughs> yes. Which gave me a giggle. Yes, I like stuff like that. Um, I tell you what I don't like is the Carrie ending. Or the Friday the Thirteenth ending. I don't is was Carrie the first movie to do this that I that I can think of. The first big movie to do yeah. it. Yeah, 
And it's just like, and then everyone's like, we need that one last scare for no reason. Um, and that one I don't like. I remember when I saw it in the theater, it didn't startle me. It irritated me, honestly. Because I was just like, man, this movie was like super fucking dark at the end. And then they were like, hang on. Let's slap this fucking Three Stooges gag on the end of it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the strangers. Um, I'm like I'm like half in, half out on it. I, I like I like parts of it and other parts I'm like, these are I don't hate any of it, but it's just like parts of it just don't work. Um but again, I'm you know, parts of it do. And it's this guy's first movie. Um he hasn't he's made a couple other movies since he made something this year that came out, and I believe I've seen people talking about it. Um and I forgot the name of it should have written it down but um he's got a new movie out but yeah he didn't he didn't go on to much um which is not like i've seen worse first movies from people like this is like competently made but maybe he just you know he based this on that time somebody knocked on his door so maybe he was out of childhood stories to tell It's like, you know, those, well, you guys probably don't follow a lot of YouTube or social media influencers, but there's like this whole thing where someone will like look at them funny and they have to record a, uh, an entire 30 minute video. That's like, I was assaulted at Kroger. Mm. Oh <laughs> so. God, no. Yeah. Mm. What a life that must be. Mm-hmm. I like almost died at Safeway. Mm. Let me tell you. Mm. Um, yeah, man, I I like this movie quite a bit. I think um, the more times I see it, the more times I start to see like the you know kind of the the rough the rougher edges of it. Um, but it's a, it's a movie, and and it's got some it's got some really upsetting moments in it, and some parts that really haunt me. And ultimately, I think that's what you know, these types of movies are trying to do. Those are my like thoughts. It. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry, Doug. Uh, what, what rating out of five would you give the strangers? Me or Caleb? You, Doug. Uh, zero. <laughs> I'm that bad. This movie is the... Epitome of generic horse shit. It's very generic. Um, yes, I agree with that. Uh, I found it incompetently made. All the back and forth to the house, to the window, to the wall. Fucking <laughs> makes no sense. None of it makes sense. Um, Liv Tyler's phoning this shit in. She's whispering. I couldn't hear a goddamn word she said <laughs> the entire movie. Um <laughs> All the jump scares are just nonsense. I saw everything coming a mile away. Um, it was, I had a hard time getting through this movie. I wanted to turn it off, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I hate it. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is they left that fucking ice cream out and it melted all over the mm, table. That's a $7 tub of ice cream, man. You're goddamn right it is. And now it's, they made a mess. I'd rather <laughs> fucking clean the blood up than fucking sticky-ass ice cream. Now it's soup. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um... No. <laughs> Big fat F. <laughs> <laughs> I was really curious how it was going to hit you this time. 
Oh god, it was worse the second time around. Um, I remember you, when the the sequel came out a couple I years love ago. It. I love. And everyone it. was like, "Oh, it's way better than the first one." I watched it when it came on HBO or something, knowing I was going to hate it, and I hated it. It's better than the first one. I think so. It's it's, but, more, uh, it's still not a great movie. It's just a slasher movie, and it's got some cool. It's got some cool shit in it. Now I watched it. I loved it. I haven't watched it again, so I don't know if you know. I don't know if I'll feel different. There's a but. cool sequence where they're fighting in a swimming pool. That was cool. Oh man, that's the best part. That, that's honestly that part of the movie is pretty incredible. And there's like some fun homages in there. Like there's a straight up Christine homage uh, in there. Where like, well, there's nine thousand homages in the first one. It's yeah, but they're like, he's all like, this part in this movie was cool. Let's do that. Yeah, and then let's do this. And then we'll drag her outside to do this, and then we'll bring her back in because these were all parts in different movies that I like so much. Yeah, I feel that. Well, he's like he's like he's a little George Lucas, and that's fine. And this has this movie has a has its fans. It really does. It really does. It's got a big cult following, and I'm and that's cool. But you know, I'm not I'm not all the way in on it. I I think the more I see it, the more I'm like, yeah, okay. But there's part the stuff that you were like, you know, the stuff that does work and bothers me is this and. I'm just like I've seen it done better. Is what I'm saying. Maybe, but especially it just, like funny games. Funny games is where they fuck with you, and it bugs the fuck out of you. That yeah. movie messes with you. As pretentious as it is, it's still a fucking messed up movie. This one is f- forgettable and hard to get through. Well, I think it may just be because I'm so deeply terrified of the subject matter. There's that. So it hits me in a place where I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't like this crap. (laughs) Oh, that was Doug. Doug fucking packed his bag. You'll never see me again. He's fucking stormed out of the strangers. (laughs) Oh, King Curtis. I'm not listening to your rules. Oh, uh, I legit couldn't hear one word of dialogue in this entire film. Yeah, well, well, even if you hear it, it doesn't fucking matter because it's all just like it doesn't. I thought and your the dad fucking... taught you how to fly fish. No, <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> the plot device of them breaking up, you know that that held some water and then they fucking dropped that bucket and slipped in it and shit their pants. They did. I was. I told you at the beginning you know, of this. You go in really liking these characters, and then immediately at, after ten minutes, you're like, "Fuck these two! I yeah. hope they die." <laughs> I told you at the beginning. I was like, "That's a really it's it's not something it's not something you typically see." Um, so it was unique in that way. I thought, but they don't yeah. like they don't. It doesn't it doesn't track through the movie because then by the end of the movie, she's like, "I love you." You know what? <laughs> It took almost dying to understand that it's all it's all force to get yeah. you to care about them. Didn't work on me, Mister First no, Time Boy. My thing with that is like she—I don't know if she like really loved him, but it's like comforting him. She knows he's about to die. Like she knows they are about to die. Which I, I really think it would have been better left with her actually just being dead, dying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, Mm-mm. a lot of that relationship stuff tracked really well with me. I, I, I liked all of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, you know, I just. 
Art is subjective. If it were, if that was the movie, that'd be good. But the movie is actually like, all right, now hang on, let's go back outside. Now hang on, <laughs> let's go back inside. And I don't know, but I tried to look up some trivia um, for this or some behind. There, there wasn't a ton of it, but I wonder if um, a lot of that stuff was like <clears throat> additional like footage that they shot because they were just like, all right, we gotta add a we gotta add another scary scene here. So I wonder if they had to go back and reshoot some stuff to like, because some of that stuff just seems like it doesn't really fit in the movie. Um, and uh, I, I think the same the 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 editor was the same guy who did some of the Saw movies, so maybe he was all like, "You should go back in and do this." And oh that. yeah, we're post Saw too. This was a this is a weird time for horror movies, um, because you're in the midst of like the the Michael Bay remakes, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the fucking like, this is a weird. This is you got your ghost ships and your thirteen ghosts and your fucking. <laughs> you got your ghost ships. Yeah, it's a. This is a weird time for horror movies, and they have their fans, um, but you know, by and large, you know, um, this is not. This is a this is a this is a low period, in my opinion. But. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, that's the strangers. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna bring this puppy in for a nice landing though. We're going to close our, our holiday series down. Um, the episode is actually, uh, our series finale, um, is actually coming out, you know, after Christmas. Um, but we are going to have Ring in the new year with the series finale. Yeah. Um, but we will have a little something under the tree for you Christmas day. Um, but it's not it's that shit. Once Caleb finds it, in <laughs> I mean, it's room. in here. It's in <laughs> He's going to mail it to every one of y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to leave a little gift in your stocking on Christmas morning. It's not our series finale. It's a, it's a bonus Christmas episode. Um, but, uh, and, uh, and I'm not going to tell you what it's about. So it's a it's a gift you got to unwrap on Christmas Day. How about that? Um, but yes, the series finale will be the following Tuesday, um, where we are. <laughs> um, everyone, uh, it's only happened a couple times. I think it was Halloween Two is the only other movie we've covered twice on this show, or Halloween One. I mean, yes. Um, no, we've done Halloween One and Two twice. Yeah, I think Two we did a commentary for, and then we did a regular episode. So that does yes. that does count. Um, but this is a, uh, this is still hands down three years later, the worst episode, um, that we've ever put. I don't know why I haven't taken it down, but it's up there and all it's in all its glory. Okay, just leave it up there. You know, you gotta, people gotta see the, people gotta see the bad to appreciate the good. Um, but, uh, once upon a time, Doug and I, uh, decided to record a, uh, movie commentary for a bonus Christmas episode so bad that we just didn't publish it until I don't know like weeks until we later missed a week <laughs> and months like, later well we got this shit episode we never published and uh so we did and it was unfortunately for one of the best um <laughs> Christmas horror movies ever made <laughs> um and it was uh Black Christmas 1974 yeah Bob oh Hart wait classic I thought we were talking. I thought we were Black doing Black Christmas. Xmas. Uh, two thousand six. Yeah. Man, I've seen. I've been seeing a lot of love for that one. I know, but there's a lot of love for the strangers too. 
<laughs> I haven't seen like, anyone talk about twenty nineteens. Um, I've seen people. I've seen people that dig it. I don't think anybody's really? championing it, but I've yeah. seen some people that are like, "Yeah, I like that movie." Um, yeah, I never saw two thousand six. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we're doing nineteen seventy four. Uh, Black Christmas. We're doing a legit episode. So first of all, here's where Justice. the com- here's where the commentary fell apart. Um, I didn't watch the movie before we did the commentary. I'd seen it before, but I didn't like watch it. <laughs> There's one problem. Yeah. Um, and then I think we had some technical issues and some other things came up. So we didn't start the commentary till like midnight. I think I fell asleep during the co- the actual episode. I think you did. Like literally fell asleep. Yeah, I think you did. And I think I was <laughs> I'm dozing. on right going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then. To salvage it, I don't know. I thought I'd record a, I don't know, 30 you minute intro. recorded a 45 minute intro talking By about myself. like Han Solo or something like that. <laughs> so, in terms of like uh, history, you might want to go back and listen to it. But if you want to hear us talk about no. uh, Black Christmas, we're going to do that next week um, properly. We're going to watch it, take notes, break it down. Break it down. Um, yeah, and I'm excited because I love this movie. It, it's a lot of fun. Oh, it's great. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And that'll close out. Uh, it's going to close out December and uh, and our uh, limited holiday series. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to ring in the new year. Got a great new year show lined up. Going to be a lot of yep, fun. Yep, yep, Um, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, and yeah, so... Um, let's kick it on over to the horn shoe. Just got a couple things. Um, first of all, uh, the Flan Man rap production on his new show for Netflix, Midnight Mass. Um, and if he's, uh, if he's making it, you can just go ahead and inject that into my body. Cause, uh, I don't know. It's about a, it's about a, like island community or something that's like, Spooky Wasn't that the religions? book that the girl was writing in Hush? Was it? I never saw Hush. Girl's good. Oh, I know, good. I know. I'm surprised no one picked it for this series. I almost did. Oh, but. I didn't realize. I didn't realize what it was. I haven't watched it yet. It is Home Invasion. With a twist. It's pretty. Yeah, kind of a unique. I'm anyway. New York. Yeah. It's on my list. I want to watch it. Um. But, uh, yeah, so Midnight Mass. I don't know when that's coming out, but they just finished it, and I'm very excited. Cool, cool, cool. Netflix? Uh, remaking The Exorcist. <laughs> what? Yep. Is that the name of the movie? Nope. They're they're making The Exorcist. and uh, Finally pulling the trigger. Yep. When asked, William Friedkin said, there's not enough money in the world for me to be involved in that. Um, so good for him. Good for him. What I mean, you know, what? just what are they gonna do? There's no chance. It's timeless. Now I knew it was gonna happen eventually. I'm not upset mm. that it's happening, but I'm just like, it'll probably be forgotten like every other remake. No, that's like except for the ones that were actually good, which is very rare. Maybe they do something crazy with it. They're like, we gotta, we gotta go so crazy. Maybe like a, I don't know. <laughs> My idea was not good. I was like, maybe a dick gets possessed. I think that's a movie. 
<laughs> All right, sweet. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, is it? It's either gonna be exactly the same, or have you? Here's the thing: How many great exorcism movies have we seen since The Exorcist? Not a ton. None. They're not great. I mean, we just watched the con- just three. We just watched The Conjuring, and The Conjuring, Conjuring has yeah. some of that in there. And The Conjuring's done really well to the point where I think The Conjuring is going to be talked about, you know, decades from now, as well. But to just go back and make The Exorcist, it's like I get it. People will go see it because it says The Exorcist. I understand how I understand how business works, but. To me, I'm like, let's just not. Like, you made a TV show based on it. That I heard nobody, good things about that show. Yeah, nobody watched it, though. Um, You know, they've made Exorcist sequels that were terrible. Three's pretty cool, but like... Three's good. Two's not. Two's, two's just not. the greatest hits of the first one. Then you have the Exorcist. What was the... It was like a prequel origin or something like that. There's Anytime, like five of them, aren't there? Anytime Exorcist they... The Anytime you put the and, word origin um, in like a movie, you know you've you've you might as well just not make that movie. <laughs> just <laughs> the minute you drop the the minute the minute you're just like uh, title colon origin, just it's over. You fucked up. Like you've you need to just the the train's already come off the tracks. Uh yeah, but they're remaking it. I don't know. I mean, I will see it as a like a like a journalistic assignment for this show, but uh, think it's silly endeavor. And also, The Exorcist was so shocking for its time. Like, there's like what what can they do in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? Whenever this comes out, that's going to be so. I can tell you right now, shocking. it's not going to be two and two hours and change like the original. It's going to be fucking ninety minutes. Oh man, and it's just gonna go fucking right from the start. It's gonna be like Michael Bay presents yeah. The Exorcist, and That's... it's gonna be like fucking robots and shit in there. And... Yeah, I don't know. It... And Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are gonna shoot at it. Oh shit! Now hang on. If Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, Bad are the Boys, priests... Exorcist, Transformers. All right, all right. Dark Side of the Moon or whatever the fuck. I would see it just for the freak factor alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in other news of why, um, why, you know, I'm a huge fan of the show Hannibal. Um, love it. Love it. Wish they'd make a fourth, uh, fourth season of it. Wish somebody would pick it up. A lot of people on the internet feel the same way. Um, great show. It unreal that it came on network TV. Can't say enough great things about Hannibal. It's fucking incredible and beautiful. Uh, CBS making a new Silence of the Lambs show called CBS. CBS. Oh. Uh, called yeah, they're getting into the streaming game. Uh, <laughs> they get into it too. Damn. <laughs> Everybody's got a show. Um, the show's called Clarice. Won't feature Hannibal mm-hmm. Lecter at all. Won't even be mentioned. Has nothing to do with the show. And I'm like, oh, cool. That sounds good. Have fun. <laughs> So it'll be an FBI procedural based on a character. Jody from Foster coming back? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, and CBS is making it. So, yeah, 
I'm gonna hold out until Walgreens has their own streaming service. And then <laughs> it's coming. You, it's coming. You joke. Paul flicks. It'd be called. <laughs> oh man, you joke! But every one of these streamers has a fucking show, and it's got like some forgotten star in it, and it's always a star that's like not big enough to be like I can't believe they got them. But too big that they got them. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh shit, they got Paul Reiser. Steve Gutenberg. Yes. Wallflix presents. <laughs> There's so much content out there. It's sick. Uh, anyways, that's all the news I got. That's all the horn I got to shoe. Just a couple of remakes and why. And then uh, Mike Flanagan bringing the goods. Cool. Um, Rants Recommends. Uh, folks, this is a part of the show where we recommend things other than the movie we discussed to you um, that we may have been enjoying uh, in our time since we last spoke. Did you guys uh, do anything or watch anything or eat anything you want to recommend to people? <laughs> I, uh, I've got one thing to recommend this week. And that is Just Batman Returns. Oh, Batman Returns? Fuck yeah. Um, uh, watched it. I put it. that on the day and let my son, my youngest son watch it. He loved it. Oh, damn. Man, it's so fucking dark. It's such a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in a while, and it still holds top spot for my favorite Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking incredible. It's so, like, here's the thing. Like, as a, as a movie, like, you know... If, if you're just like as a movie as like a story and like whatever it's not the best I don't think but like as like an Artur's vision of like you know it's fucking it's Tim Burton just like spending all of Warner Brothers money to make this insane dark fairy tale that has you know I mean it's nuts the movie opens with parents like throwing their baby in a sewer because it's fucked up looking <laughs> And one of them is Paul Rubens, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. Um, the set, Danny Elfman score, God. Oh, so dude, good. the Danny Elfman score. The set pieces in this movie are insane, and they make no sense. Uh-huh. The fucking we talked about this recently with Carrie. Uh, you all know Carrie. Um, the fucking Carrie by God hair. Yeah the the mirror projection system that projects the giant bat symbol. <laughs> yeah. Where Bruce, by Make the way, sense. Bruce, by the way, is just brooding. He's just sitting in the dark thinking about his dead parents, and then the fucking bat symbol hits him, and he stands up, just rocking a turtleneck. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> as a like, as like an artist's vision, like it, it is fucking, like I don't, I don't know. It's it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite Tim Burton movies, not alone Batman. Um, it's so great. Now you get in like the, there's some goofy shit going on in there, but dude, I I adore that movie. It's it's so good. Um, a lot of fun. Oh, it's fucking great. In fact, I showed Batman 1989 to my son, and he was like, whatever. And then I showed him Batman Returns, and it fucking blew his mind. He was like, this is the greatest thing. It's just a giant scale Adam West episode. It is, but dark. I mean, literally, the penguin runs for mayor. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a straight up Adam West episode. Um, and there's some cool shit in there too, like Batman tearing his mask off that's made out of butter. Um, yep. 
Um, the all the fucking like animatronic penguins with the rockets on them. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is so fucking badass in this oh, movie. Dude. I love it so Michelle much. Michelle Pfeiffer. I dude, let's see. I was five when this movie came out, and I so my dad took me to see Batman in the theater. I was three. Um, and so uh, when Batman Returns came out, I convinced his mother um, to take me to see that. We saw it at the Raleigh Springs Mall. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, so she took me to see it, and she was unhappy when we left that movie because it is fucked up. <laughs> it really is not for five-year-olds, but I showed it to mine. Um, it's, it is it's a, very dark, very adult. Oh, my God. It's so yeah. crazy. There's some there's some <laughs> weird shit in that movie. Um, and it's a Christmas movie, folks. Um, so put it on. I always loved Christmas I always loved the, movie. I always loved the idea of like snowy Gotham. I just think it looks cool. Um and obviously Tim Burton likes those like snowy dark set. He likes to contrast like the white snow and like the dark buildings and like it was just Yeah, what a great recommendation. I fucking love that movie so much. I wonder how I wonder how people feel about it now like if you're young now do you go back and you find that interesting at all, or I, I'm just very curious. My son loved it. He he was he watched it and he was uh, really put off by Danny DeVito in it. Oh man, Danny DeVito! And that part where he bites that dude's oh, nose, he comes running. He's like the penguin trying to eat a dude. Oh man, <laughs> my my grandmother talked about that specifically when we got back. She was like, oh. He was so, uh, it was a weeda, so she was like, oh, Michael, I took your son to see this movie. It was so nasty. This man bit another man's nose. She was, you know, she was, she was a real Southern lady, so she did not, she did not find that movie to be appropriate at all. (laughs) Oh, love it. Now I just want to watch it. So good. Yep. Good one. That's all I got. So good. Dougie Fresh, you got anything this week? Yeah, I watched. Um, it's a new movie, huh. new to me. I guess it, I think it came out this year. Uh, the Trial of the Chicago Seven oh, on shit. Netflix. Yeah, I do want to see that. Aaron Sorgan. It is fucking good. Yeah, I want to. That cast. Uh, fucking yeah, Austin yeah. Cronin, F- Cohen, uh, that what's that goofy looking dude from the later Harry Potter movies, the Fantastic Beast movies? Oh, Eddie Redmayne. Is that his name? The main yeah. guy. Man, yeah. that dude looks really weird. Um, Franklin Jella is in it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You name it. It is very compelling. It's about the um, the Chicago Seven who were arrested on a conspiracy of starting all the Chicago riots, the anti-Vietnam riots. And they were really started by the cops and the government and shit, which they found out later. But man, it, I check it out. Hell yeah. I've had it on my list for, I've had it on my list since it came out. Like, I don't know. I think it was like a month or two ago that it dropped. Um, and I just love, I love Aaron Sorkin anyway. And I thought that, I thought the trailer for that looked really good. So good time hell yeah hell yeah brother hell yeah uh that's all i got oh sweet 
Um, I also only have one thing. Um, you know, it's we're pretty busy watching you know holiday movies uh, around these parts. Uh, but I did um, watch the first episode of CBS All Access. Uh, CBS. Yeah, CBS's new adaptation <laughs> of uh, Stephen King's The Stand. Um, they they put it on All Access. Um, so. I signed up for that. About this, I signed up for that. Uh, you know, it's only like nine episodes, so I'll just cancel it after a couple of months. But um, I'm just really excited about it, and I don't, you know, I'm. <laughs> there's not that many TV shows, like not new ones, where I'm just like, "Fuck, I want to watch this. I really want to watch it." Um, and I loved that book, so I'm like, "I'm, I'm gonna pay to watch this show." And so far, first episode, awesome, great cast, holy shit. They a lot of really, really talented people. Um, and they kind of fucked with the, like, the timeline and the, like, the way they're telling the story. They're kind of telling it out of order and, like, in this non-linear way. Uh, really cool. Um, great special effects, like, the, the gore effects for how, like, all the dead bodies look from the flu. Um, really, really, uh, really cool looking. So... Um, it's just one episode, but I, I dug it so far. I, I like the I like the way it looks, I like the tone of it, like the actors they've chosen. Um, and I'll be uh, I'll be reporting back each week if it's uh, if it's good. But yeah. If you're uh, if you're a fan of Stephen King or uh, if you're a fan of the stand or if you liked the the nineties miniseries, I don't know why, but um <laughs> That thing was an event. I don't know if you remember the '90s miniseries. Like that was a big fucking deal. Like, I, I remember it, but I never watched it. I didn't watch it either. But like my to my parents, they were like, "Oh shit, the fucking stands coming on!" Like you know, it was just this. It was like a cult. It was like a cultural moment. Um, but yeah, this is really well made. Like they spent some money. And it's like hard R too. So there's like they're not pulling any punches. Um, they go for they go for the gore and the the adult content. So it was cool, man. I'm excited about it. The stand is the one you. It's the one you recently read that was a really long read, right? Yeah, it's like 1,200 pages. Um, long words. I think the audio book is like 47 hours or something like that. It's crazy. Jesus. Yeah, it's worth <laughs> it though, dude. That book is so that book is so good. Um, it's just really great, but yeah, so far, first episode, digging it. Hope hope it stays hope it stays that good. That's all I got. Cool. That's all my rants to recommend. All right. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, like I said, uh, this week. Merry Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. Um, <laughs> we'll be dropping a special holiday bonus pod uh, for you guys, and uh, it's a good one, I think. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> time. Um, anyway, and then next week, uh, Tuesday, our regular time, we will be back uh, with our Black what? Christmas episode. Yes, yes. Um, where we do a great movie a little more justice than we did before. We get a do-over. How often do you get a do-over in life? Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that's all I got. Uh, Doug, you want to tell them how they can get in touch with us? 
Carpenter Rats Pod at gmail.com or Facebook, The Carpenter Rats. Hit us up. Do What's it. your favorite Christmas whatever? You got any cool traditions you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Anyone seen that Creep Show Christmas special that just came out? I oh, haven't got it yet. Did it come out already? Yes. I'm, I'm adding that today. to my recommend. As we record this. Mm-hmm. Or yesterday. One of those. I, I saw it already. So. Oh, you watched it? Yes, I'm sorry. Oh. I forgot that I watched it, so I need to add that to my recommends. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Nice. I want to see it. Did anyone see the Halloween special? The animated? Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, it, it was disappointing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. For it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the holiday special really. Good. I didn't like that motion comic animation. I didn't realize. Oh yeah, that, that kind of flash animation ish yeah. type thing. I hated it. It's so off-putting. I didn't realize it was gonna be like that. It was. It was fine for what it was. It, you know what? It was like they they put something together. They didn't have to. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I just was like, yeah, I would prefer if we just let's just make normal episodes. I can wait. I'm excited for more episodes, but, uh, yeah. yeah. When does the new season start? Mm. They've been filming some of it, haven't they? I thought they I had a date. So, yes. And they um, haven't released it. I know it was after know. the new year. Hopefully soon. Folks, if you know, write us at carpenterrantspot at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook. I'll hit you right back. Yeah. Um, all right, and well, that's all I got. Hey, thanks for listening to uh, TCR, uh, your home for the holidays. Like I said, holiday bonus pod this week, new episode next week. We never stop giving. It's tis the season to give, and we never stop. Thanks for listening. We've been the nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Keep on. Thank you for listening to the Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.